Good morning, good evening, good afternoon to wherever you are in the world listening to another episode of the Baram You podcast. How have you been, guys? It's been a, it's been over a week now. I'm kind of slipping. Nah, I've been quite good. I think this is my fourth or fifth episode this month, so staying true to my word, January, we can put a little green tick. Uh, as I did say, I'll be getting more episodes out to you guys. Uh, by the way, just a, a quick note, uh, the, the TikTok has been blowing up with the the five-minute segment that uh, we got from my appearance on the Green Sunrise podcast, along with Nicola Taylor. She was uh, really kind to share that story with us, that harrowing story about the being invited to the Eyes Wide Shut type party. That one's been blown up. We have had to censor the names, so if you are fortunate enough to catch the original, uh, please be respectful. And, uh, you know, I, bet you, I mean, you can't stop this kind of thing. Uh, you know, it was it was a mistake on, on mine and Paul's behalf not to censor the words, uh, the names that, that Nicola mentioned. And it's, you know, it's we've got to be respectful. A lot of this kind of content is harmful, dangerous. And even if it's not, it's we have to respect the people that come on our show and share the information. So, um, yeah, that one's blown up and I've gained a lot of followers from it, which is all good because the people that follow me will hopefully then follow Paul at Green Sunrise Podcast because that's what, that's what it's all about. Um, and obviously as well, reaching out to Nicola and supporting her and her work, which is was the goal of that podcast. So thanks to everyone who's who's done that. And as I say, the, the feedback on the, the video was literally 90, 90 to 95% positive. Um, the odd comment that I kind of had a little bit of fun with and responded to uh, one in particular comment that uh, was quite funny. I hope, you know, the people took it in jest. But it was a good way to, to you know, show the example of the, how our attention spans have been eroded away to literally 10 seconds you try sending someone a video more than you know a minute long probably and there's very little chance that people are watching this this kind of stuff now which was uh i mean as i say i, I did it in good jest hopefully the person that i i uh, made an example of didn't take it to heart but um yeah go check that out tiktok's blown up i have started my own discord channel uh, i've been spending a lot more time on discord in the last couple of months joined a few servers and I've got to know how to to use it. Telegram's always been my thing. I've got my channel on there that I really only allow people that I know and trust on there because I do share some sensitive co- uh, content and the people that are in there I know, you know, they can handle it and that they won't run off scared and, and uh, you know, be worried about what I post. So, Discord's one that I've started. If you want to join, the link is in my bio on TikTok and on my Instagram page. Or you could just, again, reach out to me if you can't find it. I see people are having a hard time finding my podcast. I don't know why. The campsite link has always been there, although I have taken it down since. Because it's obviously not working and I'm going to update that. Um, But I've took a screenshot, made a little slideshow of where you can find me. If you want to watch the video version of my podcast, it's always been on BitChute. BitChute for me has been my favourite platform. They've they've never censored. 
for me it's the most open platform there is a lot of uh, anti-semitic content if you will i mean i don't agree with that label but you know be prepared if you're going to go on there to see a lot of that kind of stuff um which is which is good for me i'm open to any conversation any any chat is is there's nothing off limits with me um rumble which is kind of like the most likened to youtube it's kind of laid out the same way and um, you can find me on there and odyssey which is fairly new to me and i believe there is a a, a library credit type thing that you can implement that if you want to watch one of my episodes you have to uh, i don't i don't know how it works to be honest but i get library credits that i can then convert into dollars or crypto or pounds i, I believe so that's always a bonus. I think it's always good for people like myself, content creators, to have an option out there for people to, if they wish, you know, donate some money or whatever too. And I also want to say, I did talk a, a little bit about it on the last show, that I do have my Buy Me A Coffee there, um, Baram You Podcast, if you'd like to donate, uh, you know, a price of a coffee to the show um, to help me with, you know the up the the subscriptions to some of these platforms and obviously continue with the content and just if you feel that i'm offering your life some some value you know this this content does give people a lot of joy i know it's it's a lot of doom and gloom as well but it gives a lot of hope to people that they know that other people are out there that believe the same things and, and see that what's going on in our world is is scary times and that there are people trying to make a difference in the world for the good uh, not the greater good, is the, is the mainstream say, but just for, for good, trying to open up eyes and minds and to uh, provide pushback on the mainstream narrative. So today I was just going to bring you another one of these short filler type shows. I found a video here. This video got sent to me on Telegram maybe about two months ago and I watched it and I thought, right, saving that, bookmarking that, we can maybe do a show on that. Nothing in depth. Uh, I don't know who the guy is. Uh, if anyone could provide some more insight into who that guy is, where I can find more of this conversation, because it does end quite abruptly. But I think uh, the one thing that I'm very weak on my knowledge is of is China, and I've been often quoted saying a lot in a lot of my shows and a lot of shows that I've been a part of that if anyone knows of anyone that is doing podcasts out of China or knows of what went on during the 40s, before China became fully communist in 1949, 1948, 1949, um, please let me know, because I think the the key to knowing what's going on right now in our world, in the Western world, in the UK, in Europe, in America, is going to be very beneficial to learn about what went on in the 40s with China, because you'll probably see a lot of similarities in how the governments worked in order to transition from capitalism into communism. And that's what we are seeing now. In the last probably 10, 15, 20 years even, the, the gradual tiptoe to totalitarianism, easy for you to say, um, and the way that they've done that, slowly but surely, getting the leftists, the useful idiots on board with the agenda. They're obviously the, the loud min uh, minority and how they erode away at morale and 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 just eventually it's very clever. L listen, one thing I want you to know is I don't I don't 
uh, believe these people are stupid. The people that run our world are not stupid. They, they get away with it by acting stupid. They put people in power like Boris Johnson, Joe Biden, Donald Trump to some extent, who act dumb, say dumb things, and clearly look as if they're incompetent, but they're not. They're very, very clever. You've got to remember, guys, look into where these people went to school. They all went to private schools, private education. They're all part of secret societies, cults, Freemasonry, Skull and Bones, and all that. They are very, and a lot of them are multi, multi-millionaires. And I'm not just saying that about Trump, but a lot of them are. So they're very, very clever, but they're acting dumb. They're acting dumb to, to hide behind the, the illusion that they couldn't fill a bath. They couldn't run a bath. They couldn't, you know, I was going to, I was going to say they couldn't, uh, couldn't run a bath, couldn't, uh, damn it, some of these analogies that I used to just roll off the tip of the tongue, I, I can't find them right now, but you know what I mean, you get, you get the picture, they're not dumb at all, they're very clever people, and uh, this is what I'm saying, the, the way that they've transitioned us into this, and you, what you find, is obviously people not like, Myself, people that are awake won't be, but a lot of the normal normies, the sheeple as, as I call them, are on board with this thing. You know, you, you could tell people maybe in 1980 or even, even like five years ago telling people that uh, soon we're all going to be uh, living um, with a mask six feet apart. Uh, we're all going to have vaccine passports. We're all going to see the taking away of money. Uh, all this kind of stuff, the new stuff that's coming in in the last few years, or and I, I know some of those things I just mentioned aren't here yet, but they will be, and they're talking about them, and uh, that's good enough for me. And I and I fully believe that we're very close to seeing a lot of those things happen. That if you told those things to people five years ago, they would call you crazy, tinfoil hat wearing, and now what you see is they're all on board with that. They'll now justify that. They'll now say, well, yeah, because this happened and this happened. So it's only common sense that we now do that. But you see, this is what you have to realise, that if you are thinking like that, and I know that, how long before the government realise that they can they can capitalise on crisis? So if they want money to be taken off the streets, how do they do that? I know. Let's, let's, let's have a, a pandemic. Let, let's see. Let's... How do we get that to happen? They start fishing for stories that can push an agenda. They'll highlight things that, I'm not saying all of them are false or not real, but they'll they'll cherry pick stories to get the emotions of the people on board with the new agenda. That's how it works, guys. You need to be alert to this stuff. They're very clever. And I've, I'm never ever going to say they're not, because they are. They're, they're a lot cleverer than even me and, and, and a lot of the smartest people that are in this game doing what I do. They're smart people, but you've got to remember the CIA, all these the organizations, they're the smartest of the smartest. So, you know, don't don't underestimate these people. Um, so again, back to the video. So as I say, I don't know too much about it. So if you if you do, let me know in the comments, reach out to me, let me know, because I'd love to hear more of this conversation. If it's just a maybe it does just end after this, but I've often said, and I'll reiterate, knowing what's going on in China from 1940 onwards and even to the present day, what's going on there now, social credit systems, um, total control, is what we are going to be seeing definitely in my lifetime. 
And I think that's the scary thing is a lot, and I push back this on a lot. I, I was quoted on saying on, on uh, a podcast last week, I don't know who I'm more angry at, the, the sheep or the people that know what's going on but don't fight because they think it's futile. Like, what's the point? We're only here for 70, 80 years. Ah, let the next generation deal with it. And what you'll find is a lot of that attitude stems from people that don't have kids because they don't care. The empathy, it's not there, so why fight it? You know, I'm going to be dead soon. People that are retiring age now are like, nah, who cares, I'm not interested. I just want to make a few, few, uh, make the the, the bank balance go up a little bit, go go a couple of holidays a year, go out once a week for a meal. Who cares? And that's the attitude I, I can't stand. On the other side is you have the people who are pushing this agenda and on board with it. They're just as bad. I often struggle with who's worse. So anyway, without further ado, without rambling on too much more, listen to this one. If you go to China, uh, they're piloting it uh, a few years ago in Shenzhen. So I lived overseas. If you go to Shenzhen, back in 2017, they already had facial recognition cameras there. So if you jaywalked in Shenzhen, they would immediately detect that and send you a notification. And they would deduct money from your what they call WeChat account. They, they use two main apps, WeChat and Alipay. So you can actually deduct your money directly from your account. This is four years ago. So this is not like some sort of conspiracy theory. It's not something that's going to happen 10 years into the future. This happened pre-corona in China. And so this system in China that exists, is extremely advanced. They can detect if it's a man or a woman. They can detect, they can guess your age. They can detect what kind of car model it is, who the manufacturer is. This is a sort of technology that we see in all these dystopian sort of films and whatever. And people keep putting it off and thinking that this is something that's going to happen later in my kid's lifetime or my grandkids. It's already here. And if this gets implemented anywhere, especially in a Western nation, it's not going away. Israel is already talking about the fourth shot. Then they're going to be going to herpes. And they're going to ask if you're gay. They're going to be asking if you ate three pizzas this week because it's unhealthy. If you buy certain books in certain countries, your country doesn't like you. You'll lose points in the social credit score system. So this is already the reality of the world in certain places. And we need to be aware of that if we don't want that or if we do. And to be perfectly honest, anybody who wants his vaccine passport, it's a misnomer. It's total control. Everything you do or don't do will be calculated to the point where if they can detect your GPS signal, if you have a phone on you, they can detect who you're hanging out with. Oh, you're hanging out with somebody that said something bad nine years ago on Weibo, okay, like a Chinese equivalent to Facebook or something like that, right? Oh, you lose two points. Oh, you bought Japanese books. You lose five points because you don't like Japan. This is what is going to come here because it's already there. And we're doing that a little bit with contact tracing for COVID, aren't we? So that they can see where you're at and who you're with. The simple reality is, is that the technology that CSIS has and all these big tech corporations, they already know where you are. It's just that they don't want to shock the system too much and admit that they have it. Edward Snowden revealed all this back in 2013. He, he fled to Hong Kong. They wouldn't keep him there. So now he's in Russia. Yeah. But the NSA has all of your information. They know your Google searches from like February 9th, 2004 in a bunker in Colorado. Help me, Rhonda. <laughs> right, trouble. right. They have all this information. So, but they don't, like in the U.S., they have the Fourth Amendment. They can't, they're not supposed to track you forever, right? So they pretend they don't have it, but they do. Yeah. If they really want to utilize it. And that's where it ends. As I say, it does sound like he goes on a little bit more. I know he was kind of walking away from the mic, but I'd really like to hear a lot more about that. And if you guys have any people that you know of that are knowledgeable about about what's going on in China, please let me know because I'd love to, you know, listen to them regularly. As far as I'm aware, I I haven't come across anyone. It's weird because I know what the comments are, well, they don't get to talk out about their country. Um, There was obviously the the story about when when COVID 
first came about the the guy that was kind of the whistleblower in Wuhan went missing again there's no way to verify these stories if they're true or not even like some of the things he said there I don't know I believe it because I know it's happening it's happening here as he said and it has been happening but you can almost guarantee that if I showed someone this video or maybe you're watching right now and you're instantly saying ah but they're already doing that with the phone you know it's got it's got gps or so i mean that's the attitude i was just talking about if that's your attitude then wake up because that's the attitude that's saw us go from having freedom and you know fighting for it in world war Two to today where people are now saying ah what, who cares who cares it's such a it's such a bullshit attitude it really does piss me off um but we're so demoralized and and subdued and all that that we're just willing to take it on board um but one thing i did want to talk a little bit more about and this is something that i've and i know there, there is more of people out there but i i can't kind of came to this conclusion myself and it was through a story that happened um was it last year or possibly the year before in football with glenn kamara a player that played plays for rangers uh, a football team in my city and he was a, a victim of racism, and, and I do the, this this quotation marks because apparently after a game, uh, one of the opposition players went up and, and said something in his ear that was deemed racist by Glenn Kamara, and only Glenn Kamara heard it. And this sparked a bit of controversy, as it, as it normally does. You know, you get flare ups that now and again the media will will uh, latch on to to maybe force an agenda or punish a, a certain football team and their fans and um, because as i say it's the biggest tool that they have is getting that one person that ruins everything for everyone now i i push back hard on that because just because one person you know is racist why should a whole stand be shut down and everyone suffer but this is a tool that they use through all walks of life they'll they'll highlight you know i mean the whole gun control argument a shooter um, and then everyone has to get their guns taken off them again. I know it hasn't happened in America, but it's happened in Canada, happened in Australia, happened here in the UK. It's it's an easy way to to remove freedoms from people when you start highlighting when bad people do bad things. Everyone suffers. It's it's one of their biggest tools. And uh, so anyway, that Glenn Kamara Ranger story, the racist story, started sparking some conversation in the media. And a couple of pundits, uh, one of my least favourite in particular, Chris Boyd, was quoted on one of the, the shows saying that you can sign up for Facebook, Instagram and all that and uh, be anonymous. You don't have to, to do your real name and all that. And you can say all the, the, the racist rhetoric online and not, you know, not face any consequences. And that he believes that you should have to sign up with bank details and social security numbers, national insurance number, passport, whatever. And uh, I, you know, the alarm bells went ringing there. And then you hear again as we, we go further into the year that Australia have implemented that. I believe China, as that guy has said, he's already implemented that where you can be literally fined for things you say online. It instantly comes out your bank account. Um, and I think even in China, he's talking there about you know, for example, I don't know if they have jaywalking, but I can only use that as an example that I believe that if you are caught jaywalking by a camera, one day they'll just zoom in on your face. Oh, that's, you know, Baram, you take 50, 60 pounds out of his account. 
that's the that's the future we're looking at. We've all seen the films, and and I think that's one of the things they've done as well. They're showing us these films. We watch them. We're glued to them. We're like, ooh, imagine that was our future. And then when slowly that kind of stuff trickles into our society in real life, we're like, nah, we've seen that in movies. It's it's not going to happen. But as Yuri Bezmenov says, they're not going to feel it until they feel it. You know, they get the kick up the bottom. They they won't feel it until then. And uh, it's it's my job. I mean, I've taken it upon myself to kind of alert you guys to this stuff. It is. It's here. It's happening. In in some countries, as the guy said, it's already here. The technology is already here. They're just biding their time. They're slowly trickling in little bits of it so that we kind of become used to it. It's like the the boiling water and the frog. You know, they don't they don't just drop the frog into the boiling pan. What they do is they put the the frog into cold water and they slowly boil it up until it doesn't notice and then it boils to death. And that's what they do with us. And uh, I'm sure you can think of examples off your own back uh, of of how they've done this. Um, And and again, you know, just just trying to alert you guys to this stuff. Uh, So I I can't really think of anything else. As I say, I, I like doing these shorter videos. I think they get more more traffic to the to the channel and again once i get back to doing the deep dives hopefully you guys are on board with those as well um but let me know what you think let me know in the comments uh if you know who this guy is if you can find me some more content on it um but this is uh this is here guys and again as well if you checked out my last episode on chat gpt this stuff it's what it's all about the 5g towers the chat gpt it's it's all interconnected. There's a reason why during lockdown the five G towers were going up. Everyone was staying at home, but they were still going up. They were, you know, it had to go up in time. You know, it's all integrated with each other. So, you know, I just, I just, I just hope that more people wake up so that when they when they do make their final move, because I do believe that I think you know this trickling will lead to a a moment where they the governments of this world have to make a final you know, a move that will send a lot of people crazy and might spark civil war, might spark huge protests. And I'm hoping they do, I really do, because I think this trickling is very clever. And I, and I really hope that one day they, they make a move too far and that it does wake a lot of people up. But we'll see. I think maybe by that time it'll be too late. I think maybe these robots that we're seeing, the, the military-looking robots, might be deployed by then. I don't know about the military, but I certainly know that the police have chosen their side. They have al- aligned themselves with the government time and time again, 90% of which are, are Freemasons, which we all know are uh, government, you know, uh, they're all for the government. They're not They're not for us. So if you're listening to this and you're in the police and you are one of the good guys, I'm sorry because I know you're, you're trying to do your best, but... It's well, it's well documented that the police aren't for us. Uh, there's a lot of uh, double speak and rhetoric and and stuff to find people and and keep the man down. If you check out my my episode on the straw man, you'll know what I'm talking about. But um, again, guys, let me know what you think. Please like, follow, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, the channel is growing. I'm doing a lot better since I've been more frequent. I've always said that. It's my own fault, you know, although I've 
I've been here and, and here about, you know, I've been on other people's shows and I've tried to upload them as much as I can. I haven't really been doing my own kind of stuff for a while, but 2023 is going to be my year. The shows are coming thick and fast and I just hope you enjoy them. And again, I'm also looking for guests. I need to start getting more guests on, doing the one-on-one kind of stuff. I do enjoy that. Although I do feel I'm getting better at just me talking. As, as you can probably tell, there's been no edits. There's been no... Apart from forgetting the analogies about running baths and, you know, that was probably the only slip up. But I didn't stop it. I didn't pause it or anything. So I am getting better. But I do I do miss the one-on-ones. I also have to plug uh, tomorrow. I'm doing my second episode with Jester from It's Doomsday. We are going to be talking about space, NASA. I only recently found out that the UK does have a a space program so I've been researching that for the past few days but um, we're going to be talking about that so that show is being recorded tomorrow and will be dropped on Saturday sorry if I have time tonight I'll uh, throw my intro onto this one and I'll upload it for you guys but as I say at the end of all my podcasts turn off your TV and enjoy the rest of your week guys bye Baran you Baran you To your breed Your fish Your land be true Shape be true Baran you